Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dive into the mind of Brett Boone as we turn to the baseball legend to find out what's happening in his life and around Major League Baseball. This is Turning 2 with Booney. Here's your host, Rich Herrera. Let's talk a little baseball. Playoffs, wild card is over. Mm-hmm. We did our preview. And we did our postseason preview with Tyler Kepner, and then you and I did something last week. First day of the LDS. Give me your thoughts on, on what we saw in day one. You saw the Rangers up in the Orioles. You saw the Astros continue to be the Astros and beat the Twins. But I'm going to start in the National League. Phillies over the Braves 3-0, and then the Diamondbacks absolutely destroyed Clayton Kershaw and the Dodgers. So let's start with the National League. Um, I called you last night. You were at the game. I was at uh, Mr. Ons having sushi, and I called. I said, Booney, your picks stink. They don't stink, though. I've, I've got Houston. Who do I have? I got Houston. I got the Dodgers. I've got Texas, and I've got Atlanta. They're down one. Um, Phillies game. The big key to that Phillies game. What I mean, and they to shut out Atlanta. You didn't expect that in game one. Suarez takes the hill. Controversial. Thompson bring takes him out uh three and two-thirds innings and just threads the needle through that bullpen to, to pitch nine innings shutout baseball game one against the Atlanta Braves. Uh pretty good, pretty awesome. And I and I look at it. Uh Stott gets the big knock. He's been he's been big for him in the postseason so far. Um, and they pretty much Phillies just kind of ham and egged it. They ham and egged it. Strider pitched well. Strider, we talked about Strider, the opening uh opening first game, right. second round of playoffs, opening starter for the Atlanta Braves. Seven and zero in the regular season against the Phillies, but he's 0 and two in the postseason against the Phillies, both in Atlanta a year ago. And, and, and you, you look at it, I, the seven and zero in the regular season, and you look at that record and you go, Phillies don't see him very well, but all of a sudden they're two, the Phillies reverse that on them and are two and zero uh, in the postseason. Um, we had a little controversy. We had the catcher's interference um, on the Braves. Ended up being just a great baseball game, great pitchers duel on both sides. How hard is that? How often does just that ends happen? up three nothing? How hard does that happen? Can you make that happen? What does a catcher do? Break that down. I don't know that I've ever, as a hitter, uh, had that called 
on me. I, I don't think I've ever swung and hit the catcher's mitt. Maybe that catcher, he gets a little aggressive. It, it's probably based on petcher, catcher, where he's set up, hitter. I was always in the middle of the box, middle to the front of the box. Some hitters get in there, they put their back foot on the back of the box. If they're in the back of the box and they hit the ball deep in their stance, that's their type of hitting. They, You know, you hear hitting guys always say, catch the ball deep, let it travel. Well, the real good hitters do do that. I mean, it's kind of a cliche. Everybody says it now. But the real good hitters do let it get as deeper, as deep as they possibly can. Now, combo that with your back foot on the back uh, of the batter's box then you're going to be vulnerable for once in a while. And it doesn't matter, Rich. It doesn't matter if you hit the glove. If you hit a string on the glove, it's catcher's interference. And now with that super slow-mo, uh, they can knock it down. You looked at the reaction uh, of the Braves catcher, Murphy. Uh, he didn't even he didn't even challenge it. He's just like, yeah, I know I the bat hit the strings, and it was over. But I, I think game one, that's going to be a great matchup. It really is. I mean, the Phillies, we talked about the Phillies in the wild card. They just had the... They had that look in their eyes. Philly home field advantage is unbelievable there, but they're in Atlanta. You know, a year ago they beat Atlanta. There, Atlanta's a different ball club this year. They're better, the best team in baseball. We've said that all along. But if Phillies have had that look and to go in and, and ca- kind of capture Game One, that doesn't really surprise me that much. Next up is is Max Freed, and that's a he- and that's a lefty heavy lineup that Phillies and Max Freed. He's given them trouble in the past. Lefties in general give the Phillies more trouble. So game two uh, could be a different outcome. Bryce Harper. Bottom line is Phillies. Yeah. Wheeler, their number one, their horse. He's going tomorrow too. So it's it's tough. Phillies steal another one, especially in Atlanta's ballpark. It's a different ball game. So it's kind of in these five game series, unlike the three game, I don't like, I like the three game better than the old schedule where it was just one and done, but three, you lose one game, your back's against the wall. At least these five, at least these five game series, you have two games. So you you just can't lose two games. You can lose one. You're all right. Atlanta wins the next one. Now we're even keel. You go to Philly, hostile Philly. If it takes a game five, you come back. So, that's going to be that's going to be a great series, but uh, Phillies get off to they steal one in Atlanta, one nothing. All right, everybody else and their brother has their take on what happened with Clayton Kershaw getting knocked out in the first inning. I'm going to go to you for something a little bit more in depth. Talk to me about Clayton Kershaw. They had the error to begin the ball game, and then he just couldn't get out of that first inning. Yeah, funky uh, that ball to. Uh, to lead off the game, the center field kind of botched it in center. And uh, Clayton, being the pitcher that he is, being the you know first ballot Hall of Fame guy that he is, one of the greatest lefties of all time, uh, you usually shake something like that off. All right, you know I'll pick you up. But it was just boom, 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 boom. Probably an inning like he's never had before. He went one third of an inning and gave up six. I did the ERA. I believe it's a one sixty two. I don't think Clayton Kershaw's ever seen anything like it. Um, he got one out. He got one out, and it was six nothing. Uh, last thing I think anybody expected. Home field Dodgers won a hundred games again. Explosive offense. They got their horse on the mound, and it's six nothing. And the game was over pretty much after that. I mean, it was six nothing. You get to the second inning, and uh, they make it nine nothing. 
Carroll comes up. Carroll, what a good player, this Arizona kid. Stole 56 bases, hit 25 home runs this year. Uh, the rookie of the year, probably. Uh, he hit another home run to make it 9 nothing. The game was over in the second inning. Didn't expect that game one from Arizona. In my matchups, I called him David and Goliath. That's Arizona and, and the Dodgers. And, uh, wow, David's, David's doing well right now. This Arizona team, 84 wins. And they've they're they're three and zero in the postseason, and there've been three no brainers. Uh, Dodgers got their work cut out for them. They got Miller going the next game for them, and uh, Arizona's going to have their their ace back on the hill in Gallon. This team's as hot as anybody in the postseason. This Arizona Diamondbacks team, probably the least likely to do it. If you, I, I would say, if you check the board in Vegas a week and a half ago, they were probably the highest the the, the best odds you could get to to make a run, and they're doing it right now. Um, Pretty impressive. They're doing it with the long ball. They hit four more homers against the Dodgers in a laugher. They went 11-2. We'll see how it stacks up next game. Come back to Kershaw, though. Yeah. A lot of people beating up on him. I'm a Giants fan, so, of course, I'm going to run my mouth. <sighs> future Hall of Famer, but future just struggles. And, future, the, and, future and not even close. Not even close. Um, but if, but if I'm gonna, but hold on. I, I tease my friends that are Dodger fans saying he's the best regular season pitcher in the history of baseball, which right. is my backhanded slap at him is if I'm going to be in the postseason, and I've got a game on the line, money on the line, I'd rather have Madison Bumgarner out there. Who's not a for sure first ballot lock hall of famer as opposed to Clayton Kershaw. Um, Talk to me about that because no, I, I see what you're saying. And, and there is an argument for that. I, Looking at Kershaw, he's got 32 starts in the postseason. He's got a 4-4-9 ERA versus a career ERA in the regular season in the twos. In the twos. He's 13 and 13. Okay. So for the average guy, you'd think, how lucky are you to have 32 starts in the postseason? That's first and foremost. Uh, so his stats, what I mentioned, 32 starts, 4-4-9 career in the postseason, 13 and 13. For the average pitcher, for the for for the normal big leaguer out there, that would be just fine, right? He's doing fine, but it's Clayton Kershaw. It's Clayton Kershaw. So I understand uh, the critiques. Going to he set the bar a little higher. I mean, they talk about Clayton. You talk about Clayton. You're talking about uh, you're talking about one of the greatest lefties in the history of the game. We're talking with the Randy Johnsons and and the Steve Carltons before him, uh, the great Dodger. You, uh, you saw Carlton as a kid. You played Koufax. with Randy Johnson. Koufax. So if you're going to throw that out there. Yeah, right? he's that good. And, and okay. his numbers back that up. So the bar is going to be set high. The only thing I can think of it as a comparison is the position player comparison. And I look at a Barry Bonds, and it's documented on this show. I've said it a million times. He's the greatest hitter to ever walk this earth. At least the greatest hitter I've ever seen in my lifetime in my 54 years, uh, either on the field against uh, anything I've ever seen. Until 2002, people considered Barry Bonds a failure in the postseason because right. he didn't do that well. Now, there's difference. Okay, there's a difference be between being just a player in the postseason and the man and Barry Bonds in the middle of that lineup. People don't have to pitch to you; they're going to pitch to you differently. They're going to make it tougher. Barry Bonds squashed all that in 2002 where he had an unbelievable postseason. But I think I, I think Clayton, he's been there so much. He's, he's done so many great things in this game. 
I think he feels a little added pressure. Like, you know, my regular season stats don't match my postseason, And I think it just, it's just in the back of his mind every time he goes out there. I think yesterday, wow, nobody expected that. One third of an inning. Normally, you fight through every. You're, you've made an error behind. Well, the he fought through. He fought through. Up, right. right fought without through. a doubt. Without a doubt. Clayshaw fought fought as much as all he had yesterday. But you he give does, up he six, and you got out. one. Well, that doesn't mean you're not fighting. Right. You're fighting your. You're fighting your ass okay. off. Okay. So this ain't working. I, I guess that's a conversation <laughs> that we had yesterday. Right. Because as I'm as I'm sitting there running my mouth, like most sports talk show hosts do, you what did you tell me yesterday, Rich? This game is a lot harder than you than you think it is. Well, th- th- there's a misconception on on terminology, I guess. When I hear on the radio, on TV, people how they characterize baseball, not fighting through is. Nothing's going my way. My team's making errors behind me. I ain't got it tonight. They're on every quit. pitch. I'm not full. And I'm looking in the dugout for that manager to come rescue. Come rescue me. Right. That's not fighting through. Give Hey, throwing everything I got and just they're on every pitch. And by the way, that inning, every ball was smoked. Right. Every ball was smoked that inning. And the only out he got, I think, was a bullet. Yeah. For the shortstop. So it wasn't like he wasn't fighting. It's just I ain't got it tonight. And and when I do throw a strike, they're all over it. That happens. And and it's not that you feel for him. No, I I don't feel for him. I feel for everybody. I, I know how hard it is. I know in the postseason to have a bad game what that's like. When you're the pitcher, it's a little more magnified. But that being said, when you're a pitcher and, and you go out there and you shove for seven innings, it's magnified the other way in a positive way. So you know, as a pitcher, when you're the starting pitcher in the postseason, it's on you. When you're great, you're on the cover. You're on the cover of the, of the newspaper tomorrow. And when you're bad, you're on the cover of the newspaper tomorrow. As and a position player, is ripping you. As, as a as a position player, I can go out there, do my job, play good defense, go one for four. It's not going to be talked about. Take your business further with a smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Okay, let's jump over to the American League. Rangers win the early game on Sunday. They now have a commanding 2-0 lead going back to Texas. The Astros and the Twins split in Houston. Twins win on Sunday night, 6-2. Give me your thoughts. Uh, Texas, man, Boats got these guys doing it. Now they win 3-2. It's not that Baltimore came out in game one didn't didn't play well. Uh, they did. It's a good baseball game. Texas won 3-2. That's all it was. Um, this young Evan Carter kid he's he's had about three four weeks in the big leagues he's he's getting on base every at bat he's got a great eye wise beyond his years he's 21 years old he's really picked up the slack for those guys uh and and boach yesterday just threaded the needle i mean he knew he had montgomery and evaldi for game two and three but he knew he had to get through game one he starts haney and then he brings dunning in and then threads the needle throughout uh that bullpen gave Chapman an inning, which he came in and was great. 
and LeCurk, LeCurk, which is their new closer, uh, shut him down. This team is. I, I, I'm starting to. I'm starting to look at this team now a little bit differently. Today, Montgomery, they end up winning eleven to eight. Eleven to eight. And the game was a little bit more. Uh, the the score really didn't tell the story. It was a blowout. Texas Rangers blew them out. Eleven eight. I know it's only three runs, but it was it was it was more of a blowout than that. Um, Seager walked four times. It was done in the fifth inning. The game was over. Um, Montgomery pitched four, gave up four, but by then it didn't matter. It he he was he was on the bench between innings so much because of the long innings uh, that his offense had for him. I just look at this team. I think the starting pitching is enough. I've come to the conclusion with the Texas Rangers. Their starting staff is enough. I know Max Scherzer's chomping at the bit, trying to get back if if they're in the next round. Um, the offense is more than enough. It's threading that needle in the bullpen. You get to LeClerc, I think you're in good hands. It's whether Aroldis, and I think Chapman's going to be a key for that bullpen. Because Chapman right now can be come in and be lights out and be throwing a hundred and you've got no chance offensively, or he can throw three off the backstop and give up a four spot. If chat, so Chapman's the key for me in that bullpen. They've got to get it from the starting pitchers through that bullpen. And it goes through Chapman. He's the key to that bullpen and getting it done. But Boach back to Bruce Bochy in, in the two games uh, so far. He's just a, he's just got such a steady nature about him. You just look at the, you know, you're on the end of the bench and I can picture myself right now. You look at Boach and he just gives you a look and gives you that. Ha, ha, ha. He's just, he's so good at it. And, and, you know, we've, we've discussed this. He, he manages uh, with urgency in the postseason. You, you played we, for him. Play for him, had him on the podcast. That '98 season was his first World Series with the San Diego Padres. They got they got whooped by the Yankees. Then he won three in San Francisco, and he said, "Booney, I had to learn how to manage with urgency." Well, if anybody's doing it to a T, it's Bochi right now. And he's got Nathan Avaldi throwing uh, next game down in Texas. Um, jump to the other one, uh, the Twins and Astros. Twins and Astros split in Houston. Right, six four game one. Uh, Verlander, unbelievable. Uh, went six scoreless. Uh, his last game, his last three games, he's got eight innings, five innings, six innings. He's given up one run in his yeah. last three starts. He looks like he's twenty five year old Verlander. Uh, and the good thing about that, he started game one. He's going to be available for game uh, for game five if necessary. Um, equally tonight. The Twins come back and they even up the series with Pablo Lopez, and he's been as equally brilliant. He's got 13 innings roughly in the postseason. He's given up one run. He pitched seven scoreless tonight, uh, and just had that had that offense on their heels all night. Um, this is a battle. This Twins team's good. This Lopez kid's being one of the stars of the postseason so far. Starting pitcher for the Minnesota Twins, he's really making a name for himself on that big stage. He's a great pitcher. Um, this is going to be a battle, though. This is going to be a battle. That lineup for Houston is so deep. It just doesn't go away. With Brantley being back, he's been out the whole year. He's been a big part of a lot of their postseason runs. He's late in that lineup. And then you go to McCormick, their center fielder, who's got 20 home runs as well. He's hitting eighth or ninth in the lineup. It's just a deep, deep lineup. Alvarez, Altuve, 
This Tucker kid's one of the best young hitters in all the game, led the league in RBIs this year. This is going to be a battle. I still think the Astros are going to come out on top, but it's not going to be easy getting there. Um, it's been fun. This postseason has been outstanding. Um, let's see. Let's figure out. Do we have time to do what Boone's watching? Are you watching anything? Are you going to watch I, Loki? Loki is coming out on Disney Plus. Do you have Disney no, Plus? No, I'm, I'm I'm waiting. Yeah, I do have Disney Plus, but I'm have waiting. Have you watched for, any of these? No. I'm waiting for the, the rest of Yellowstone and 1923. I mean, how long are they going to hold out? Are on? you going to go see The Expendables? No, absolutely not. I rarely go to the movies anymore. I'll go. My for son went to go see The Expendables the other day. No, said I'll go, it was a I'll lot go, of CGI, but it was enjoyable. I'll go to a Denzel movie. Uh, right. I don't go to the movies anymore. We have too many options at home. You have too many apps, and you can get too many, too many movies right now. All right, so we'll so, hold off on what I'm not watching, watching anything until after the after the baseball playoffs are over. You got it. All right. Um, time for uh, hashtag Boone approved. You ready? You got it. What do you got? What for is me the? Tonight? I feel like Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal with Ken Griffey Jr.? Have you noticed how about that? How, how about him? He's popping up on all the postseason commercials. On it's every great. commercial, have you noticed ever since we saw him at the All Star game? Now he's popping up on every commercial. He is. He's the kid. He is. It. It's. It's. And and it was funny. And his wife's great in it, Melissa. Yeah. You know, so they're who, in the new um, insurance commercial. The Geico. The Geico commercial. I think it's the Geico. Yeah. But I'm wearing my umpire hat on the podcast today for Jim Joyce, who's the supporting actor. Oh, that's right. He's he's calling him out. And then he's calling Melissa, him out. Melissa at the end says, hey, that's a cute shirt. And Joyce is just, you're out. You're out. That's pretty. It's pretty cool. And so it's, I want to know, hashtag Boone approved. We know that the kid is awesome. Right. And we know his wife is wonderful. She's doing a great job. I want to know. Is Jim Joyce, the actor, Boone approved? Absolutely. Absolutely Boone approved. Love Jimmy Joyce. Uh, all our time together. He was with me my whole career. And uh, He's got the big Fu Manchu mustache. Yeah, yeah. Getting getting into the action. Uh, postseason on the big commercials. Absolutely Boone approved. I think it's, it's great all around. I just laugh at Kenny sitting in the house. Kenny and Melissa sitting in the house pretending that's their house. Hey, we <laughs> like everything about <laughs> I I laugh because I didn't realize it was Jim Joyce until our friend Tim Cheetah had posted on social media that he goes, hey, that's uh, hats off to Jim Joyce. Yeah, very The cool. new voice of Geico. Um, I love when I loved when when Junior is raking leaves. And then Jim Joyce goes over there and kicks the leaves up the way yeah. that Aaron kicks dirt. Yep. It's good. That's that's good. Uh, I was hoping, though, that um, that commercial is a little bit of an homage or a ripoff of a friend of mine who did a commercial years ago where he was standing in the front yard like that raking leaves. Raking leaves. That's right. Check it out. Boone, Seattle Mariner commercial. I think it's about 2002. Right. Check it out. I have a I have a, a, a leaf raking. And it just That's like just... it just like Kenny. I was hoping he was gonna yeah, do Yeah, mine's left. mine's better than Kenny's. I, I love Kenny, but th that commercial, that that uh leaf raking commercial, mine's right. better. Yours but is I, better? I, I like the I like the supporting actor actor and Kenny's better. I'm a, right. I'm a I'm a Melissa Griffey fan. Yes, as we all are.
Um, I thought, but he just showed up on every commercial. Yeah, it, he's cool. it's either it, it, he's on. It looks like every commercial this postseason. Junior is one of those guys. It, his he's a Tiger. He's a Jordan. Yeah, he's just you mentioned Junior. It, it's just something that just kids today, uh, six seven year old kids who who are never even close to being a thought in their parents' mind when Kenny was retired. They know who Ken Griffey Jr. is. You hear that name. It just, it's, it's well, baseball. He's everything you. baseball is, you know, he's just junior with the perfect swing. And he's just, he's one of those guys. Well, I laugh because I'll go into baseballism in Scottsdale. They have a store in old Scottsdale, the, you know, the brand right. I brought you, we, uh, my wife's hit you the t-shirt turning two. Right. But I but see I... kids in there buying Ken Griffey Jr. T-shirts that are eight years old. They never saw Ken play. Right. They know who Junior is. They know who Junior is. By the way, second Boone approved. Do you Have you ever worn a Jumpman piece of clothing? Don't think so. I don't think I have. Junior. A little something for the effort for Booney. A little something for the effort, yeah. Would, right. would you, if he would said you it to like me, I'd a... wear it. Sure. Wouldn't you wear a Jumpman shirt? Sure. Shoes? It. It. it I don't. Uh, I don't crave these things, Rich. But I know. But I just. I'm not little, opposed to wearing them. Yeah, I'm just a little something for the effort. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Junior, don't be afraid to give us a call. <laughs> all right, upgrade, is that all you got? Upgrade Fred's words. Yeah, I'm done begging for stuff. Yeah, uh, the one it. thing I will beg is I'll remind everybody. Hey. I need you to help us out. Spread the word of the Boone podcast. Make sure that you like us, you give us a rating, you share, and uh, leave a review if you enjoy the program. Uh, what do we got? And leave up a on review. The leave a review about the the drapes I got. These drapes are great. You look like someone who you look like Sander Van Oker in the State Department reporting the news. I, I like it. Some reason, like in the nineteen like seventies. Yeah, I like it. I dig it. I'm Brett Boone, live from the State Department. Never know where I'm at. Uh, uh, what do you got? Who's coming up on the show? We're going to stick with uh postseason theme. We've got a, yeah. a couple guys coming on. Robert Flores from MLB Network. And and then uh, Yonder, yeah, Yonder Alonzo is going to be coming up this week. So get their take. I get sick of listening to myself break these these playoffs down. So we'll, we'll get some takes for some, some guys that do this for a living and, and are watching these games closely. Looking forward to both of them. Okay, so right now in my bets, when was the last time you played golf? Oh, you lost to Ernie. I got whooped by Ernie, yeah. Right. So you owe me five five dollars, ten dollars for that. Five. Five. Let's go double or nothing. Lenny Harris beats you in the Brian Jordan oh, tournament. Uh, okay. You you I'll give you a I'll give you a hundred to one odds on that. <laughs> We're still even. All right, so I got five dollars, hundred to one odds. Right, Lenny. so it's five hundred or even. Right, you Lenny, got it. Listen, done. done. Lenny Harris. Let, let's. I'm gonna give. Can I give a little shout out? Can I talk to yeah. Lenny for a second? Listen, Lenny, you're the greatest pinch hitter of all time. You know what that means? You are clutch. You have ice water in your veins. If I need somebody, if I've got, if I, if the game's the line and I need a knock, that manager could look down the look down the bench for all those years, seventeen years of baseball. They look down the bench and go, Lenny, get a bat. The team needs you. And you came through more than anybody else in this game. 
Lenny's going to love you tonight. I did have dinner with him, and I told him he was going to be a part of the next podcast. So uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have an earful here soon when, when this goes live. So, Lenny, here's what I'm telling you. Here's what I'm telling you. Hey, Lenny, Manny Moda was better. How about Lenny, that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> when the breaks are up against him, the boys really need it like tonight. We need you to bring into the Brian Jordan golf tournament tomorrow. We need you to come up. Doesn't All matter right. who you're facing. We you're need done. you to beat Boone. You're done. <laughs> I'm going to gong you. I can't wait to get that $500. Mike, gong him. Gong him, would you? I can't wait to get that $500. That's it for the Boone Podcast. Uh, as we go out of order, but this one's for beginning of the week. We'll have more podcasts coming up. For Brett Boone, I'm Richard. Thanks for joining us, everybody.